Hello? Aha. Uh -huh. How come whenever you first join, it sounds like a, like that airplane noise? It did it again. How about now? No, it's gone now. Did you just get back from work or something? Yeah. I got you. I feel like I've asked you this before. Actually, I almost know I have, but... Like, how do you watch the games? Do you watch them at work, like, on your phone, or how do you watch them? Yeah, I'm supposed to watch... I mean, honestly, I just sit there and do nothing. So, yeah, I just <laughs> get on my phone and watch the games. When people text me, I just don't... I'm, I'm watching the games. I can't respond, so I just watch it. Let's see, I've been in there the few times I've been in that gym. Like, there's only been one person that sits at the front desk. And yeah. Is that what you do? All I do is I go to the multi-purpose fields and just, by the hour, just write down how many people are at the fields and just sit there. That's all I got to do. Pretty simple. So, I just sit there and do nothing. Oh, before we get started, uh, my guy, my brother, if you're listening, Tyler Cherry, uh, Mac didn't hear it, obviously, but that intro, real smooth as always, so if you liked it, go check them out at FH, or no, FSHMN on Spotify, it's short for Fisherman, uh, you can ask Tyler about what that means, but, so, here we are, again, I don't even know where to start. I guess we have the NBA playoffs still, which, I mean, what, less than a week ago? I was about 50-50. Tuesday night or Wednesday night, you were, what, almost completely convinced that it was over, like it was done? I was convinced it was over. I was close, man. As more came out, it kind of started to sound like everybody but LeBron wanted to play as the week kept going on. The Clippers were going too. They didn't want to play either. Yeah, I saw that, but I didn't know if that was just like, I don't know. I guess that makes sense, but the whole LeBron got up and left the meeting and all that, and they followed him out. Did you hear about, I think I sent it to you, what Pat Bev allegedly said? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that for one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's real. I don't think that's uh, they wanted to make that up, but that's that, that's wild. That's wild. I'm pay for your like. That's crazy. I saw Zubak try to come to his defense and be like, "No, he didn't say that." But I mean, I don't know. There are a lot of people claiming he did. What was it? it was like? Yeah, no, you shut up. I pay for your I pay your salary or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pay your salary. Everyone was getting pissed. Like, no, shut up. Like, <laughs> uh, that's crazy, dude. I mean, I can't believe Stone, like, he would say something like that. But I wouldn't doubt it. It's Pat Bev. I mean, if anyone. I will say this, and you said it earlier. Are the Jazz about to blow a 3-1 lead? They are about. They're about to blow a 3-1 lead. <laughs> I haven't watched the last two games. But... I know they've been shootouts and they've lost. I thought the series was over. I thought there's no point in watching. They're going to take this thing and win in the next two games, but they haven't. 
Same. So they finna, so they finna blow a 3-1 lead. I'm definitely watching that game tomorrow. Ash Kelby probably won for the Bucks with Jamal Murray and uh, <clears throat> Donovan Mitchell. They have been one ridiculous. It's kind of sad, and I was hearing them talk about it today. Like, whoever ends up losing, everything they did in this run is going to be forgotten, which is unfortunate. But, I mean, like you said, Jamal Murray, I don't want to go this far. I saw somebody say on Twitter the other day, how much better is Damian Lillard than Jamal Murray? And I don't I don't want to get into all that. That's, that's kind of disrespectful. But I will say... What? Who said this? Hey... I don't know, man. It was just on the timeline. And the person was like, I get he's better, but how much better is he? A lot. A lot better. Is he or is he just yeah. older? What do you mean older? More experienced in the league. Can, 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 can Jamal Murray pull up from half court and knock it down? No. no he can't. No, no, he can't. Now, Jamal Murray, he is a stud. Don't get me wrong. He is going to be do some great things in this league, but he's not. He is. Dame is still superior. Dame's a top ten player in the league, and Jamal Murray may have may have gone into the top twenty combo. Maybe. Maybe, even that. That might be a stretch, but I don't know. Like I said, I don't think. I don't think it's that close. I will say. If you had to put Jamal, and I hate doing this because I feel like, I mean, his season stats, he was around 18, so I feel like some of this is in the moment. If you had to rank him point guards in the league right now, is he top five? No. no. He's not? No, I can name five guys better than him. Name him. Steph, Dame, Russ, Kyrie, Kimba. Damn. Hey, I'm going to get some major, I might catch some major heat for this right here. I don't know if I'd have him over Russ. Um, if we're talking, I get to build a team around one of these guys as my point guard. I get Russ is the all-around better talent. Wait, hold on. You wouldn't build around Russ Westbrook? I think it'd be easier to build around Jamal. He can shoot the ball. Russ can't. Oh, man. I hope. I hope my college buddies are listening to this podcast. We had a heated heated argument the last weekend oh my gosh it got insane what were you saying i, I was so mad I, I almost like broke my phone but we were talking about superstars who are superstars in this league okay what am i and we said who are they in list them so one of my buddies he listed six you know it was you know katie steph lebron Kawhi, ad and james harden that that's his six. He said those are the only six superstars in the, in the, in the league. So no Giannis. Said, oh, in Giannis, I, I I think he, I think Giannis. So seven, so seven. Okay. So we didn't have I, Russ, and I'm trying to think. No, go ahead. So then I had basically every. I had six out of the seven. I didn't have AD. And I had Damon Luca. I didn't have AD. And then this got into a heated argument about how I'm disrespecting AD for not making him a superstar. And I said, well, because, you know, he's not really a leader. He doesn't really, like, led a team anywhere. And I think leadership's a, a, a huge superstar quality. You know, but he's like, well, you know, postseason success is also superstar quality. And I said, well, Damon's had more success in the, in the postseason than 
AD has. So that means Dame should be a superstar. And then we got into a huge argument about if Dame should be a superstar or not. And then the other, the next day, my, my other buddy, he's a huge, huge LeBron fan, diehard LeBron fan, and he's a huge diehard Westbrook fan. Okay. He said Westbrook's an all-star, Dame is not. And that struck a nerve. That struck a nerve. I was like, first off, you cannot say Russell Westbrook's a superstar and not Dame. Dame has made it clearly that he's the better player than Russ. You cannot say that. He goes, look, look at the stats. He averages a triple-double. Like, no one's ever done that. I said, yeah, but he's toxic. He's a toxic player. Uh, this man has not seen the, the second round since Katie left him. Think about that. Mac, I'm sorry, but I think I might have to join their side. And I'm not even like, I think two things can be true. I think I can agree. Russell Westbrook's a superstar, man. He is not a superstar. And I don't know, I think Damian Lillard just got that superstardom this postseason. And I know he was doing an interview before, either right before the playoffs or sometime near the end of the season, maybe beginning of the bubble, where even he was kind of getting mad because he was like, what? is the criteria for a superstar these days. Like, is it, is it popularity? That's what, well, that's what we were trying to figure out because a buddy said, well, you know, playoff success is that. I said, well, leadership is also, and it has to be in that category. And then we, you know, we were naming up other stuff and stats and stuff, and stuff like that. But they, but like, he was like, yeah, Russ is a superstar. I said, no, he's not a leader. You can't, and then they asked, then he asked me, do you build around, would you build around Russell Westbrook? I said, absolutely not. He's one of the last guys I would pick to build around. Same. I agree with you there. I don't agree, though, that you could say Dame is one, and then the part that kind of got me, you lost me, was Anthony Davis. is not one, but Dame is one. That's why I'm saying that, because people are like, well, AD is one. I said, well, what, what, what makes AD a superstar? That's what I'm trying to figure out. What makes him a superstar? Because my, my, my other buddy said, well, he's a seven-footer who can pass, shoot, dribble. That's what makes him so special. I said, well, by that criteria, Jokic is a, is a, is a superstar. So to me, that, that that point is invalid. So I'm just trying to figure out what makes AD a superstar and not Dane. <sighs> That's a really good question. Um, AD has... That's a really good question. They've both been in a few... I think they both had a couple of top five MVP finishes over their career. AD's led the league in per, which... P-E-R? Yeah, P-E-R. Not, not, not this year. I mean, he might, he might have in the previous years. He did it a couple times in New Orleans. Um, that's a tough question. I don't, I, it gets back into leadership, the... Leadership-wise... Dame beats him. Playoff success. Dame beats him because this man's only been the second round for the second for two times, including this year. So Dame beats him in playoff experience. He's beat them in leadership. I mean, he's a better uh, ball handler, better shooter. I mean, well, let's not act like Dame's killing him in the playoff success, though. I don't know, he's not killing him, but he's just better than him right now. So I'd moment. say. So say you give Dame. What? No, I was gonna say, just say you give Dame the playoff edge. 
you got to give AD the all-around player edge. He can do more on a basketball court. Like he, he can guard more positions. He's an insane defender. He affects the game in yeah. way more That's ways than Dame. also I want to talk about is AD like Russ they'll only be successful if they're the number two guy they can't be the number one if they're the number one they're going nowhere I'd agree with that and you but oh well like Dame like no no Dame led team to a conference finals last year and I mean oh yeah yeah they got swept but you know AD and Russ have never done that and then then my buddy I think they were yanking my chain but they were like oh yeah well, Russ led his team to the finals in 2011. And I was like, that was, that was clearly KD's team. They're like, oh, no, that was clearly Russ's team. And I, I think they were just making me, just do that just to make me mad, and it worked. But No, that's just blasphemy. To say Russell Westbrook led that team to the finals is just blasphemy. So I don't see how you disagree with my original premise then on Jamal Murray. Would you not rather build around him than Russ? Do you not think it'd be easier? No, I would definitely build around Jamal. I'm not building around Russ. I, I, I told you, that's the last guy I would build around if I'm a team because he makes his teammates worse. It's, it's a known fact. Okay, so you had, what'd you say, Steph, Dame, Russ, Kimba? Well, that's, that's not in that order. I mean, and then, I mean, Steph and Dame are one, two, three. I'd probably give, give it to... Kyrie? Probably Kyrie. I mean... Just so, just because of the stats, I'll make Russ four, but I think Kimba's a better point guard than Russ, personally. Because Kimba right now is straight up balling. If you're not watching the Celtics play, he has to have a clinic. Okay, I'll and say this though. Not like. So yeah, so you say you say Russ is better than him. You'd rather build around Jamal. So go off of that premise, building around. Is Jamal top five point guards? What I was originally trying to say, like, would he? Would you throw him up there? Because I would rather build around. Like I said, people are gonna hate this. Jamal and Russ, probably Jamal and Kimba, just because he's not gonna be as much of a defensive liability. And Kimba's been having some injury issues. Well, Jamal versus Chris Paul is close for me too. I'll say that. I mean, yeah, but like building around and better is too. Completely different categories because I think Chris Paul, Chris Paul should be in that mix. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna throw Chris Paul in the top five. Actually, I might take away. I might take away somebody. I don't know. I really like Kemba right now. Kemba's on the mission, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I would definitely go around Jamal over Chris Paul, but I still, still believe Chris Paul's a better point guard right now than Jamal Murray. Okay, yeah, that's the difficulty with saying, let me rephrase that. When you say build around, you think like long-term, like franchise. Say you've got, you're doing yeah. a draft for this season, for one to two seasons. Where would you put them? So you're not thinking duration, you're thinking a season or two. So if, if I had to rank my point guards on, if I have them for two seasons, who, who am I picking? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay, well then I'm definitely going Steph one, Dane two. Agreed. Three, three. Three? Oh, crap. That was a big shot. Uh, three? I'm going to go... I'm Is it still go. Kyrie? No, it's not Kyrie. I knew it. You hate those guys, man. I'm, I'm debating on Kemba, Chris Paul, and 
You can throw Simmons in there if you want to. No, I'm not throwing Simmons in there. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm go Chris Paul three. I'm going to go four, Kimba, five, Jamal. No, four, four, Jamal, five, Kimba. And then six, Kyrie, seven, Russ. That's how I do it. Okay. That's close. I mean, you hate Kyrie, but I would go. I hate I, I hate Russ more than I hate Kyrie. I want I, I want the Thunder to win the series now, just to prove that this man sucks. <laughs> I mean, even if they don't, the Lakers will take care of them in five. So I'm not too worried about I mean, that. That would just make it so much sweeter. The fact that they won two games. Without him, and they can't win two games with him. That would just make my my, my life. What's the that score right now? Well, they were up, Thunder were up big, and now the Thunders went, or the Rockets went on an eight zero run. Now they're up five. Hmm. But yeah. Yeah, I don't want to say <sighs> something about that series, and then the wrong team wins, and I'm just looking dumb. But um. I had Thunder in seven, but I mean they got destroyed the last game. Um, I'm not watching it right now, but I feel like I mean you could tell me. I think the Rockets are about to close this one out. Um, Both teams are looking good. It's actually a really good game. But the I'm Thunder are the best team like in the league in the fourth quarter too, aren't they? Like in they a close are. game. They are. They they close out games better than anyone. Interesting. We'll keep up. We'll keep tabs on that one. Um, our oh, another great series that just started. Are the Raptors in trouble? I hate doing this because it's game one, and the natural thing for all everyone, the media, everything to do, is overreact. So I'm gonna try not to do that. But you think the Raptors might be in some trouble? I mean, I told you this time and time again. You got to rely on stars in the postseason. And clearly, they don't have one. They can knock down shots. You don't. They don't have a guy where you can go and get a bucket. Like, yo, Kyle Lowry, give me a bucket. You're not going to say that. No. You may say to see Occam. You know what? I thought about this. Fred Van Fleet might be that guy. He, he is. What? He, and he was ice cold yesterday. He was ice cold. And they lost by 16 or lost by 17 points. The thing is, the Celtics, they got three of those guys. Hey, yo, Kimma, give me a bucket. All right, say less. Hey, yo, Jason, give me a bucket. All right, say less. Give me Jalen, give me a bucket. All right, say less. They got three of those guys. They got three guys that can, get, that can go ahead and give me a bucket anytime, anywhere. And that's why they're going to be dangerous. Uh, I mean, I got, I've got – I'm not going to overreact to it just because, one – Siakam did get in foul trouble early, although he was struggling even before he got into foul trouble. Um, I still think it'll be a long series. I give Nurse the credit that he'll make the adjustments that they need to make, and I still think it'll go 6-7. I've got it going 7. I still had the Celtics, so I agree with you to an extent. They're just more talented. Like I feel like the Raptors, as good as a defensive team as they are, one, they're a great team defensive team to me. 
and two, a lot of it's because of their size and length. And like they've got Gasol at the rim, Ibaka down there. We've got a lot, uh, Siakam with the length, OG with the length. But if, like you said, Tatum and Kimber are just going to keep isolating these guys and scoring buckets on a one-on-one, it's not going to matter. Like, I saw they had 17 threes the other day, and that's... I think where Toronto's really outstanding defensively is kind of at the rim, which is why teams like the Lakers and other teams struggle with them. I just don't think this is the best matchup for them just simply because they're they're out-talented. Um, what'd you have? You had Celtics in six, didn't you? I had Celtics in six. I mean, I, I, I agree with you, but like to a point, they don't have that guy where I can, I can give him the ball and he can score like Kawhi did. Kawhi averaged 30 points doing that. You know, yeah, the Raptors shot significantly below average. I mean, they shot 10 for 40 from three. Like, they shot 37% from the field. Obviously, that's not good whatsoever. But, um, to me, they just don't have they just don't have that guy. Kyle Lowry led the, led the team in points with 17. Yeah. I don't that's, think Siakam's it, either. I don't think he's ready to be that guy. As much as people were thinking he could be, I think but, Shaq said it the best the other day. He's a... Batman by default, he's not a true number one. He just has to be because Kawhi left. I don't know if he's ready to do that. He's a solid number two. I like him as my number two. I like him as my, as my number three. But I don't see him as a guy where I can go, you know, give me a bucket right here. I mean, you need that guy in playoff time. I mean, the Clippers have it. The Lakers definitely have it. The Celtics have it. The Nuggets. Heat. Heat. The Nuggets. The Jazz, they have those guys where I can just give him the ball and he's going to score on this possession. They have those players. You know, and, and the Raptors do not. And that's why they're going to struggle in the postseason. They'll, they'll always do good in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But once the postseason comes around, it's just they're going to crumble. And yeah, yesterday proved it. I think the interesting thing, too, is they're they've been they're eleven and two, and those two losses have both come to Boston. That's part of the reason I would have a little bit of concern. Both um, were blowouts. Yeah, both were blowouts too. So I don't want to overreact and say they're in trouble, but they might be in trouble. Mm. If Fred, I don't like you said they shot terribly. They shot ten for forty. I don't see them shooting that bad the entire series. Um... But the Celtics are tough, man. They're talented. If Kimba is going to play like he played yesterday, then that's just, I'm just more confident in my prediction. Well, I mean, Jason, Jason had an off day. 21 points, 9 rebounds. Yeah, that's light. Oh. That's light for Jason. I mean, Marcus Smart gave me 21. No. And here's the thing, all I gotta do is just win this series, wait it out until Gordon comes back, because they're missing 18 points. Yeah, sheesh. So when he comes back, he's he, he's a good defender. He can give me 18, 
this team would be real. They could, I think a Celtics team matchup in the final, Eastern Conference Finals, it's going to be must-watch, must-see TV. That'd be awesome. I was just about to say, he'll be useful in that Heat series. Um, <laughs> any, another one, that's the thing I hate about doing this, is, is the tendency is to overreact to the first game, but any any thoughts on that one? Uh, it's going to be hard for me if this happens. If it's Celtics, it's going to be hard for me to pull against the Heat if I have to. Like I really like this team so much. Jimmy Butler is a dog. Dropped 40 points tonight. Oh, I, I'm, I'm loving this Heat team. Listen, look. Chris Middleton balled out in the first, first half. 21 points. But you know what? He came back down to earth in the second half. <laughs> Only gave me seven. Um, I think five of them came with like, like the fourth quarter. So. You could do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you, you, I mean, you give me twenty minutes, I can, I can give you seven in one half. Like that's just a fact, nature. Like, I mean, and, and they're paying this man like a hundred million. I, I, I do for for fifty k. <laughs> just give me fifty k, and I'll. I'll give you seven points. <laughs> but um, Giannis also played terrible. Yeah, and man. I don't want to get into too much Giannis slander yet, but that was rough. But, he, you know, yeah, he was in, not really in foul trouble. He only had three fouls. But I think Colin Coward said it best. He's only good when he's winning. He, he crashes when he's losing. Because when you're down by a lot, twos are not going to get you there. You need to shoot threes. That's, and I saw it today. I don't know if you watched it, but you saw him start pulling threes. And it was brick after brick after brick after brick. Because they're going to need to knock those down to come back, and they did not do it. No. Just building the house. I um, mean, you, you, went, you went two for five, but those three misses were pretty terrible. But, like, he... Because when they're trailing, they need just get an easy, quick bucket, three-ball score, and he can't really do that. And so that's why he really didn't score that much because he only plays well when they're – he just really play well when they trail. I mean – His game's so limited, man. He can only – like, that's the thing I was – a couple episodes back we were talking about it. I don't want to jump to conclusions yet when I was talking about how I don't know if Giannis could or ever will be able to make the type of shot that Luca hit in that series. He's oh, just no. so limited offensively. No, He's no, sprinting no. downhill, or what else is he doing right now? He doesn't have the mid-range. He doesn't have a spot-up three. He just... And he's still dominant. He's, he's the most dominant player in the league right now. So I'm not trying to say Giannis isn't good. He's great. It's just in times like this, you watched it happen. Jimmy Butler can make shots that... Giannis went down to the other end and just he can't hit those kind of shots. Chris Paul just just hit the dirtiest step back of my life. Oh my gosh. Was it mid-range or a three? Three. He just mouthed up Robert Covington. Good lord. Hey, he was getting revenge for Eric Gordon mouthing him up at halftime. Did you see that? I saw that. Oh my gosh. But um. What did Giannis have? He had 19 today? 
points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, almost a, almost a triple-double. Also, they, they had a lot of turnovers. I don't know how many turnovers they had, but it was a lot. The defense, the Heat D is really good. I love Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. You know, if it is, I hope it is a Celtics Heat matchup, it's going to be hard for me to pull against the Heat. Because I really like this team, but I like the Celtics more. Same. So you're thinking this is already, you're already thinking Heat got this by Milwaukee. Look, I'm, the Heat looked confident today. And I, and I know Bucks didn't have Bledsoe. And Bledsoe's a really good defender. Not much of an offensive threat, but a, more of a defensive. I mean, Frank Mason, not Frank Mason, uh, Wesley Matthews played 24 minutes. That's a lot of minutes for him. I mean, he took all of Bledsoe's. So, I mean, and do you know who's low-key been really good for the Heat? Like, scary good? Um, Andre Iguodala? No, Goran Dragic. Facts. I don't know if you, like, you, like, you watch the games, but this man's a walking bucket. Like, he's been on a mission since, like, in the bubble. They gave him, they gave him all Kendrick Nunn's minutes, didn't they? Yeah, because Kendrick Nunn's coming off the bench now. Yeah. 16 minutes for Kendrick Nunn. Only had six points. But, uh, Goran Dragic is playing like, you know, his life depends on it. The thing to me that concerns me for the Bucks is I was curious, we both talked about it, how this was an interesting matchup because Miami can defend. And I was curious which way, I was thinking there are two ways you could try to defend the Bucks. There was the Giannis is going to dominate mentality. We'll let him get his. We'll just stop the other guys as opposed to, you know, and try to make them beat us as opposed to the let's stop Giannis and if the other guys beat us, we'll see what happens. They chose, it looks like they're choosing the, the stop Giannis or attempt to stop Giannis route. They worked 18 points and, and Melton and Brooke Lopez gave me combined a 32. Yeah. And see, the thing to me that's scary about that is Budenholzer, he's a good coach. Don't get me wrong. But I've, from what I've heard, the one knock on him has been he isn't the, great, the greatest with adjustments, i.e. going up 2-0 and losing four straight to the Raptors. I mean, yeah. and I think a lot of that is because over the last two seasons, he's been dominating throughout the regular season that he hasn't really had to adjust much. But they're a team that if they go down, I don't know if I have faith in him to be able to think of anything. And it's not all his fault. Like I said, I don't know if Giannis can hit shots when he needs to hit shots. But it's a lot of his fault. If he didn't figure something out and they go down, this thing might be over faster than we predicted. I don't think it will be. I said six, and I'm comfortable with that. But, yeah, I don't know, man. It, I'll say this. Who would you say is in more trouble right now between Toronto and Milwaukee? I'm going to go Toronto because you could you can make an argument with the Bucks saying, well, their strength point guard, Bledsoe, didn't play. Now I could like, okay. But the fact that the entire entire Raptor team is healthy and the, and the what's it called? The Celtics are not because Cantor didn't even play. Jeez. Cantor didn't play. And Gordon Hare didn't play, and they won by 15-plus. So, to me, the Raptors are more in trouble because, like, the Bucks, they can get back into this game, uh, this series. 
I mean, like I said, they they lost their starting point guard. But, I mean, I can agree with you. I think Budenholzer, because he was a coach when the Hawks were were the number one seed. That's right. This man man really doesn't – he's good because he's had a squad around him. I don't think he's actually a genuinely a solid coach. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. not an Eric Spolstra or a Nate Nurse or Brad Stevens where you or a Doc Rivers, you know, or you, know, you just give him just talent. He'll he'll make it work. You know what I'm saying? Like he'll he'll find ways to win. Like I mean, it's almost as if, and we were just saying this about the Raptors, if there's such thing as a regular season coach. Is that Boldenholzer? Like, I, I mean, he'll figure yes, out a way to win you games over the course of the season. Yeah, but like, he's just not—he's not a guy that you want. He's not a guy that, that you want in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like, I think Boldenholzer's a good coach, but like, do I want him calling the plays, calling the shots when the games matter in the playoffs? No. I mean, I'd rather have Brad Stevens, Popovich. I mean, Nick Nurse, Spolstra, uh, Spolstra, like. Spolstra's low key, and that, like the lowest of keys, like one of the best coaches in the league. Like he, he's been with the Heat for like eleven years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. He won two thousand with LeBron, but guess what? He brought back this team uh, up. You know, they have a squad now. They won. They keep winning. They they they, they swept Indiana, like, which everyone thought that would be a series. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jimmy Butler shut down all that um, hype for. TJ Warren real fast. That's what I'm saying. Like, like Boonholzer is a good coach, but I, he's not the coach. It's kind of like Dwayne Casey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dwayne Casey won Coach of the Year. Like, Masayu fired him like that because he realized this guy is not going to lead me to a title. He doesn't have it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's he got a nurse because the nurse is a proven winner. He's won titles everywhere he's gone to, and he did it in his first year. Obviously, yeah, he had Kawhi, but like, luckily he's won 53 games. You know, so I do believe there's a there's a regular season coach, and I think Ben Holzer's it, and that's gonna be the, that's what the, that's gonna be their downfall. Jeez. And then Giannis, and then Giannis is gonna go to Miami, to South Beach. Man, that'd be very KD like if he lose he lost to the Heat and then went and joined them. Very KD like. That's kind of different though. Like it is because I think the Heat would be perfect for him. That's why they're not going to extend Bam yet because they're going to try to go after Giannis. And if if they get Bam, Giannis, and Butler. Heat and six, or heat and four. In the final, in the whole thing. The whole thing. <laughs> they will win it all. Even if the Lakers get Bradley Beal. Oh. The Lakers are not getting Bradley Beal. <laughs> not according to Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, but here's the thing. If, if, I'm, if I'm the Wizards, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like. Hang up on him immediately. Talent right here, you want what can you what can you offer me? 
Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma? Like, what? I, I saw one thing about it, like, oh, well, they're going after Devin Booker, too. I'm like... With what? I'm like, after, after what happened with this bubble thing, you're going to have to give me your, your next ten first-round picks just to me to consider it. Like, I'm all for it. I'm all for them getting another guy, but I'm like, with what assets? What assets do you have that I'm like, it's intriguing for me to give, to give you this? I'm like nothing. They got Kyle Kuzma and and uh, Kyle Kuzma really hasn't made made his oh crap, this is down to the wire. And LOL, Russell Westbrook just turned the ball over with five seconds left. That's unfortunate. And they're down, and they're down two. Five seconds left. They're down two. He goes coast to coast, kicks out, and just throws out of bounds. So wait, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. The Thunder are down two, or the Rockets are down two. The Thunder are up two. Russell Westbrook gets the ball, goes coast to coast, tries tries to kick it out, and he turns the ball over. Oh, Russ. And he just threw Gallinari to the ground. Oh, Russ. He's about to hit this, two free throws, and it's over. And this is a superstar. He's a superstar, man. It's it's sad, but so many things go into being a superstar these days. Half of it's just a popularity thing, man. He is not a superstar. I mean, there's no way he can be a superstar. Like, he is so bad. He does not make people better. He makes people worse. People want to leave him. Like, I don't understand how how that's a superstar talent. He averaged a triple-double twice. That's how. Sabonis left him. They're all stars. Katie leaves him. Gets a ring. Paul George, Paul George requested a trade. Billy Donovan goes from coach on the hot seat to coach of the year candidate in one season. Like, no, that's a very good point. I will admit that the Paul George one's not fair because Paul George had his best season with Russell Westbrook and then left. He requested Trey because he realized this is the best it's going to get with Russ. I don't know if Paul George knows where he wants to play because you were telling me he wants to be a Laker now. I saw that rumor. It was like, yeah, Chris Paul wants to be a Laker in 2022 with Chris Paul and uh, LeBron. I was like, what the? See, that's exactly what Dane was talking about, man. Changing teams and Still not winning rings, but we're not here to bash Paul George. Not, right. not without Mike. Yeah, That's it's not the same. Not the same. So it's 104. No. On it. This game's over. I know. Because <laughs> of Russ. This game's <laughs> over, yeah. You got the update. Oh, well. <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Okay, now that's interesting. Hey, hey come on now. <laughs> He had a decent game, did he not? Yeah, oh. Six <laughs> Russ, no. This is a superstar right here. He had 17, 3, and 4. Man. Superstar talent. What can I say? Uh, how, what did he shoot? I don't want to know. Oh, uh, not bad. 8 for, eight for 15. 
Hey, that's good. At least he stopped taking as many threes this season. He knows they're not going in. Hey, 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 bro. He is shooting a solid 29% from the three-point line this year. Lord, Don't bash him. Good I'm Lord. I'm fine. Could you shoot that? Oh, God. I would shoot 29%. You, you give me $200 million, I'll shoot 29%. If I give you four open looks a game in an NBA game, you're shooting 29%? Are, are, are they open? They're open looks. They're open looks? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not one down. I'm not one down. All you got to do is hit one to two every single game. Just alternate. I can do that in my sleep. <laughs> if, they're, if they're open looks, yeah, I'll take them. I'll make them. What would you shoot then? Give me a number. Right around what? Percentage. Around, I'll say around 32%, 33, 34. Uh, you keep going up. Alright, 34, 34, 34%. <laughs> not, it's not terrible, but it's not good either. It's better than 29, though, I'll tell you that. That's better than Luka. It might be better than James Harden, too. Better than Luka. Apparently, Luka's shooting 31. Hmm. Also, uh, you didn't mention this when we were talking about the, the Raptors. There's a very important you talked about everything the Celtics were missing and Gordon Hayward and all this did you not see the video today of Fred Van Vliet getting his kids into the bubble oh my gosh do you know what happened I just don't (laughs) Mac Fred Van Vliet had his son last year he just went balling so if this man next game drops 50 his son's the key Shelby can have his son for like a couple weeks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so they can lose. So they can lose a series and say, uh, here's, here's your son back. <laughs> you gotta get Appreciate into the bubble to do that. Or you gotta hire somebody in there. I can hire somebody. Oh lord. Pay off Pat Bev. Pay off Pat Bev, yeah. Oh yeah, I'll pay off Pat Bev. Pat Bev will do it. It's a it's a one and a half favorite for the Raptors tomorrow. Big mistake. Yeah, I don't like that. Mistake. I don't like that at all. Um, what else has happened over this long week? I mean, we talked about it at the beginning. The players came awfully close to okay, not continuing now. the season. I'm glad they got a plan together. Um, I have no idea what it is, but they said they have one. The thing about this is it's not it's not NBA players' jobs, but I'm glad they're taking it upon themselves, along with the WNBA and several other leagues, and doing everything that they're doing. Uh, oh, so that's great. But Leonard Fournette, <laughs> you see all his news that came out this morning? This man, the Jags are tanking for Trevor Lawrence. It's already guaranteed. They are like, they're all in on Trevor. That I love. Just, just, just you on it. They, they traded the entire defense, let him go, and trade away their focal point offensive player, which is Leonard Fournette. So they're, they're all about Trevor Lawrence right now. That's, that's their goal. Man, I'll say this. I saw a list earlier. 
So from 2012 to 2017, the Jaguars made six straight picks in the top five. Justin Blackman, an offensive tackle, Blake Borders, Blake Bortles, Dante Fowler, Jalen Ramsey, and Leonard Fournette. None of those guys lasted more than five seasons with the team. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy that two years ago they were in the AFC Championship game. And then all of a sudden decided, let's blow this thing up. Let's just freaking rebuild. That's, I mean, that, that's crazy, but... I mean, they would never have a good quarterback, though. I mean, Blake Bortles? I mean, that's really not not a guy you want leading your team. And then they have Garner Minshew, which, hey, Troy native. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, you know, he's, he's not a guy... So they're just—I think they're just focused on trying to get a quarterback that could be the face of their franchise. So you give up? You destroy the team, the entire team, in the process? Yeah, I think it's worth it. You think it's worth? You think this? I mean, it's not a terrible idea to get the tanking for Lawrence. It's just you got to be confident in the Jaguars organization to to get it right, like to tank, get Lawrence, and then go forward with that and. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing with that is, uh, look, running backs, you know, they can be be replaced. You know what I'm saying? True, yeah. It's, it's not like a valued role anymore. It's not like I need a running back for, for my team to be good. Like, it's, not, it's, it's no longer that kind of style. I mean, they have, they have, a, they have a good O-line, I think. Uh, they have good, a good receiving core. Do they? I mean, what's his name? Chark. Chark. Chark's not bad. DJ Chris Chark. D.D. Yeah. Westbrook. I mean, plus they can, they, they can get some more in the draft, but I think this is a good move. Just try to get Trevor Lawrence. I mean, people think he's the next Peyton Manning, so. <sighs> I hope he is for their sake. I won't say it's a bad move. I'll say what's bad about it is that they couldn't get a thing for Leonard Fournette. Well, they were. What I think is is that they weren't really getting what they want. I think they were trying to get like a second, third, third round pick, and none of them were having that because they knew. Because it's it's like when I try to trade my players. You know what I'm saying? Oh lord! It's like when I, what, it's like when I try to trade Le'Veon for you. You know I want Le'Veon. I could tell. You know I want Le'Veon. Saying, yeah, like, like if I trade Tyler Lockett, you're gonna know I'm trying to get rid of Tyler Lockett. So, maybe, so you don't think that Tyler Lockett's that valuable? I don't think he's that valuable. So you don't think he's that valuable? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I'm trying to get rid of them, I, you're, you're trying to get the lowest thing possible for you to give me. See, I agree with you 100 percent. Until I saw this quote right here as well. And this is savage. There was no need for this. Um, head coach Doug Marone said today, we couldn't get anything. A fifth, a sixth, anything. We couldn't get anything. End quote. Really? They couldn't get a fifth or sixth round pick for Leonard Fournette, man. They couldn't get a pair of socks and some underwear for Leonard Fournette. Damn, that shows you how... Undervalued? 
people are like, oh, he should go here, he should go here. If that's true, then, bro, like, he might not go anywhere. Like, but I don't know. But I was, speaking of trading, I was thinking about giving you this one offer, but... I will end this recording right now, Mac. You know what I'm going to (laughs) say. I know, I know. That's why... That's why I didn't really give it to you, because I'm like, he's probably going to know this, but, you know, uh, might, might as well shoot, take a shot in the dark. But uh, I was going to, before the Alvin Kamara stuff came out, I was going to offer you Kamara and Derrick Henry for Le'Veon, DeAndre Hopkins, and Odell Beckham. But I know, I know you weren't probably going to do that, but I offered it. So I, was, I might as well just offer it for you. You're going to give me Kamara and who else? Derrick Henry for Le'Veon. Odell and D Hop. Nah, I wouldn't have taken it. Yeah, I was like, I was like, he probably not gonna take this because he loves Odell, he loves D Hop. You know, D Hop is like a top, apparently like a top ten bust this year because of uh, of Colin Murray, but I don't think that's true. I don't either. But um, but you know, I was like, especially with this Kamara coming out, I'm like, he's definitely not gonna do it because I don't. He, he, I mean, he might hold out for like maybe two games. I'm, I mean, I'm thinking two games at the, at the most. But he's he, he's gonna play. This is just a reaction to buy people. Hey, Le'Veon didn't. Le'Veon's the only person I think I've ever seen who just actually <laughs> took it super seriously and did not play the entire season. Like Melvin Gordon last year held out for four games. He goes, all right, all right, I'm back. Because you miss it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they miss playing football. And it's kind of hard when you see. Your boy's playing, and you're just bullying a home doing nothing. Yeah. That well, and on, for... Let me on hey, Ben Rallisberger. He's just hating him. He's like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to play with him. Like, that's the exception. And look how that turned out for him. But honestly, the, the thing for Gordon was that man almost got replaced sitting out. <laughs> he I almost mean, lost his spot. I don't know, but like... Latavius Murray is, is obviously he is no Alvin Kamara, but he's still a good guy to you know good guy to have. Like, you'd rather have Alvin Kamara, but like Latavius Murray's not terrible. Yeah, no. I agree, and it kind of goes off what you were saying earlier. At this point, it's clear you just need a functional running back. So the last thing you want to do is sit out, and your team figures out, hey, we don't really need you because I mean, you look at the Forty ers last year by committee almost. You look at uh, Kansas City, I mean, not not great running backs. So I'd agree. Um, I don't think he'll sit out too long. But I don't know, man. Going back to, to Fournette, one, I think in fairness, I don't know how necessarily great I think Leonard Fournette really is. I mean, he's he's kind of like a lesser version of Derrick Henry. He's a workhorse. Yeah. You know, he's he's a four down running back, but like he's not as explosive or big as Derrick Henry, and he uh, he he gets a lot. He gets injured more. Yeah. Banged up Henry. a lot. So that's what you know, kind of what must have thrown people off. It's like this guy, you know, he gets hurt a lot. And he's not worth he's he's not worth that trade. He's he's not worth a fifth or sixth round pick for him to get hurt in two weeks. You know what I'm saying? So I, I mean I guess that's why people looked at him like that. But 
if you had to pick a good spot for him to end up, where would you? I was thinking. I was actually on the on, on my drive from Troy. I was really thinking that, and I was like, I could see him at Tampa, but then I was like, no, he. I, I think the I think the Bucks are good with the Sean McCoy, and then I thought Miami. Ooh. I, I, thought, I thought I don't know Matt Breida and Jordan Howard. You know that's pretty solid, and there was another team. New England. No, it was uh, Houston. I thought Houston. I was like, uh, D- David Johnson, you know, he gets uh, hurt also a lot. So, I mean, it would be good to have a little backup like Fournette. But I think those are the th- top three I looked at. I'm like, hmm, that could, that could be a possibility, you know? I think the thing about it at this point is kind of what happened with Todd Gurley, where he ended up getting signed for five mil, it's going to be somebody who's just like, and I, that's why I could honestly see it being anybody, somebody who's just like, why not? We'll try it out. Because I'm sure he'll be cheap as anything. If you couldn't get a fifth or sixth round pick for him, there's no way he's going to, there's no way someone's going to pay him a lot of money. So I could see, I mean, I said New England. If they could get him for an extremely low price, I could see New England. I could see. Houston's interesting. I mean, they've got DJ who already struggles with missing time at the moment. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there any chance he's just out of a job? I mean, I could see it, but I could also see, like, some, some whack team giving him a chance, like the Bengals or... I don't even know. I'm trying to think. That's the thing. I, I really couldn't think of any off the top of maybe, my head. Maybe the Chargers. Maybe. I don't know about the Chargers. Don't, wait, don't hold me to it. Probably not. But I could see the Chargers maybe. Uh, not the Colts. Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. I was just thinking Pittsburgh. Maybe Pittsburgh. I mean, James Carter also gets hurt a lot. So, I mean... I think he'll find a spot, but it's just, you know, it's just going to be a lot more difficult for him just because of, uh, of his history. These these LSU running backs, man, they, they don't age well. I couldn't even tell you where Darius Geis is right now. I saw him oh, in the he, news. He had dropped. Man. You didn't, you didn't hear about that? I saw him in the news for something. I didn't really care enough to look well, he, into it. He raped. He raped girls in LSU. Okay. Hey. Wow. Yeah. No, I didn't look into all that. Well, he's allegedly raped. I'm pretty sure, but it's alleged that he raped these girls at LSU. So they're they're just not coming out. And I think that's why he's out of a job because he had like trouble with like some girls at Washington. I don't know. I don't really know that much about it. But I know he's no longer on the Washington team. The Washington football team? Yeah. Um, I mean, tell I, me honestly, though, like, how do you not figure out a name by now? <laughs> like, like, it's probably like an hour or two but like that. All right. What, what are we going with? Okay. 
okay, well, our fans like the Red Tails. Okay, okay, Red Tails. Okay. Or the Warriors. Okay, okay, okay. Like, just narrow it down. Like, this has to take a year to figure all this out. I, I, call, I mean, put me on the marketing team. We'll figure this out. You want to be on the marketing team for the Washington football team? I can, I can make some cool, some, some a cool logo, some new, some new colors. I mean, like, come on now, I could, I could work with this. Hey, at this point, they're only making it worse for themselves too, because it's like now they're building it up. So when they finally do tell us the name and it's awful, they're gonna get it's killed again. So <laughs> <laughs> Took y'all a year to figure that out. The Washington like, Red Football Team. You need to worry. <laughs> if he play, if he sees the field, oh my gosh, old dude. man wins. Here we go again. He's missed eight games in four years, and he's known as injury prone, quote unquote injury prone. Carson okay. injury reserve wins. Oh my gosh! No way. When he wins a division again, with nothing again. He beat the Cowboys, the Giants, and the and the the Washington football team, man. Yeah, with lawn chairs, with practice squad players. <laughs> He's about to do it again because apparently Jalen Rago or Alshon Jeffrey are both out for the first month, and Marquise Goodwin's out for the season. <laughs> so three, so three of his four wide receivers are going to be out for the first four games. Well, hold up, I need that say. In my Shannon Sharp voice, Mac, I need that same energy because when I broke the news to you about Marquise Goodwin, your exact response was, ooh, oh, whoop, Marquise Goodwin. And now you're sitting no. here using him as an example. No, no, no. Like, no I, I was saying that point was I was worried because he had done before without help. Mm. Yeah. I think Marquise Goodwin's a good player in speed, but like, but like, you know, we're missing him. Huge blow. But he's, but he's done this before. He did last year. He won the division last year with nobody. So he'll do it again this year with nobody. Yeah, he'll win with nobodies against nobodies. We'll hey, see. They'll, they'll win the division. They'll probably win one to one playoff game, and that's it. But I'll take it. I'll take it. I can see him winning one and getting bounced the first game. I don't know. They, actually, they low key have a really good defense. Low key, it's super low key. They have, I mean, they have a solid line. Well, one of the best quarterbacks in the game. Stop, one man. Of best, one, of, one of the best coaches in the game. And Miles Sanders, who is low-key going to be a top 10 running back by the end of the year. Guarantees? I'm guaranteed. Give me a Charles guarantee. Barkley right now if you're that confident in <sighs> Guarantee. <laughs> Stats and C Max, he beat C Max in almost every category. And he only started half the year. Mm. But I'm not comparing him to C Max. I'm just saying, like, Miles Sanders is going to do well. He's going to be a top 10 running back this year. And they can have a squad that could probably go 10 6 and win one game in the playoffs. Probably play like the Packers or something. 
Jordan Love throws. But that's my opinion. Jordan Love throws for 355 yards and four touchdowns in his first career. St- no, but if Jordan Love does that, then then Aaron Rodgers drop. Aaron Rodgers just retire. <laughs> trying to think. Oh, did you look at any of that? Uh, it's not. It's not too important. But I did think it was interesting for a few reasons. That news with young Bronny James about the Phase Clan. What is that? I don't know what that is. So it's. Have you heard of them before? I think I have. Remind me of who they are. They're like a man. I'm not even sure, so I don't want him to speak on it. But they're like a gaming. Uh, what are they? I don't know what the word I would use, like, company. They're a group of guys who are, like, professional gamers. Um, and pretty much, so I know Juju's with them right now. Ben Simmons is with them. It was just interesting because it feels very similar to the LaMelo Ball situation when he put out his shoes back when he was, like, a sophomore and junior in terms of, no one really knows what it does for its eligibility. Like, I saw some people were saying, oh, it's just like a student getting a regular job at a fast food restaurant or something. It's not that big of a deal. He'll still be fine. But at the same time, the reason they picked him, obviously, and the reason he's in it is because of his, like, who he is. So he's still going to be profiting off of his likeness. Because obviously, sure. you know how the NCAA feels about that. But hold on. Isn't, are, aren't they allowing that, like, in 2022, 2023? That's a, I forgot he lives in California right now. I mean, I, I think it's 2022, 2023, you're allowed to uh, make money off your likeness. And Bronny's a sophomore? Going to be a sophomore, yeah. Or, I, I guess now, yeah, he's a sophomore, yeah. So he's got... Two more years left, so about around that time, it shouldn't be a problem. But uh, that's a great point. I didn't even think about that. It shouldn't be a problem, but um, I mean, I don't have obviously the you know the NCAA, they're a piece of crap. You know, they made me mad sometimes, dude. With with, with the whole Wiseman situation, they really made me mad. Like how Penny Hardaway helped him move, and apparently he's a Boost, quote-unquote, booster at the time. That was stupid. Like, that's me, man. I'm like, this dude really needed help. And just, it was crap. I hated that. You know, everyone hates the NCAA for good reason. If they actually try to make, uh, try to say something about Bronny, then to hell with them. I don't even, I don't even know if he'll play in the NCAA, honestly, man. The way the G League's looking, by then it might be you can go straight from uh, high school. He might go overseas. I don't. I don't know if he will play NCAA, but regardless, I just thought that was interesting. I could see, I could see uh, him. I mean, I think Adam Silver's trying to get eighteen-year-olds into the uh, draft, but they had to play one year of G League and then go into the NBA, which I mean, I'm fine with. I mean. You're not getting paid that much, but it's better than nothing. But that's why, that's why the NCAA needs to do this image name likeness because that's really going to help them keep athletes. You know. Yeah. For at least one year. 
because I don't know what you said. I don't know if you heard what Aaron Fox said, but they interviewed about it. They interviewed him about it, and they're like, "Would you have stayed if you're making money in college?" He goes, "Oh no, I would have gone straight to the NBA still." Man, they got to figure something out. It's it's a bad look, and you just mentioned it with Wiseman. I mean, they had two of their three four or five top prospects not even play the season this year in LaMelo and James Wiseman. Um, I think that rule you were just talking about, isn't it California's the only state that's done it so far? Uh, I think another state. I mean, I want to say. I guess I could look it up. Or do you mind... Do you mind checking on that for me while I get in? I waited way too long to do this, but I wanted to get in this read real quick um, from our guys over at the Vintage Sports. Um, so we talked about the Rockets, who are now tied 3-3 versus the Thunder. I've got the Thunder. Mac has the Rockets. Regardless, Russell Westbrook did not show up, but you know who did show up? This man over my shoulder to the right. Who you cannot see, but behind me is a James Harden jersey. A very nice jersey. A James Harden Arizona State jersey that I got from our guys over at Vintage Sports. Uh, they've got a lot of nice merch, a lot of great vintage athletic wear merchandise. And they're great guys. So go check them out. At All their socials are at the Vintage Sport, all lowercase, on Instagram, Twitter, everything. Um... If you use the code no hat all caps, our code, you can get anything off the website for 15% off. So that's at the Vintage Sport on all social media and caps no hat for any discounts you may want. Um, big shout out to those guys. But, yeah, I'm trying to think. <sighs> this says the NCAA announced that they're doing it. So, I think it's just nationwide. That's big. Good for them. They did something. Rightish. But, yeah, so that's good. So I, I don't really see this as being a problem for, yeah, it's for the 2022 year. 2022. So, yeah. It should not be a problem for him. I mean, even if it is. It's LeBron James Jr. He's going to get in the league no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't see this as a problem. But it, 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 if, if it does become a problem, that's, it's just ignorance. Wouldn't surprise me, man. The NCAA just... I mean, we talked about this in the last episode or the one before that when we were talking college football. I didn't realize they didn't have a chairman or someone who was ahead of all that. Yeah, that was not having a president of college football. That kind of really hurts them. I, d I don't like this organization of each um, conference. How the SEC and like the Big Twelve are are starting two weeks behind, but no, it's SEC and ACC are starting two weeks behind, but the Big Twelve starting early. And it's like, why can't we just be on the same page? You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Which conference was it? Was it 10 that was talking about starting? Somebody said they're going to start in November or 
considering trying to start in November? That's Big Ten. The Big Ten are trying to start in November. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, so now, first off, you said we're not doing it. And then people protested. And then you backed down, like, pushed down and said, yeah, we're definitely not doing it. <laughs> and now you're like, well, actually, we're going to try to start in November. And I'm, and I'm like, what? No, what? <laughs> so no. the season's almost over. We're, we're going to start it up. Like, that's so stupid. Like, the Big Ten, like, my my dad said it, and I think I think he has a point. But, like, you know, this is going to hurt recruiting in the Big Ten area for a long time. But, but like, I told my dad, I so said, it, it will but people like Ohio State, it's not going to change. Yeah. It's Ohio State. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they bring in NFL talent day in, day out, and, and they and they shine in the NFL. Michael Thomas, Zeke, um, who else? There's the two that came off my head. But there's more. The defensive but, uh, end that just went. Um, Chase Young. Chase Young. There's some DBs Nick, I can't think of off the top Nick, of my head. Nick and Joey Bosa, like – you know they have they have talent everywhere. So like I said, you're, I mean it's gonna affect everyone, probably in Ohio State. But yeah, like if, if I'm living around that Big Ten area and I'm seeing this happening, you know it might happen again. We, we might have a pandemic again. Hopefully not. But like you know they don't know how to handle it well. But the ACC, the Big Twelve, the ACC, you know they'll fight through it and they'll get more recruits. Yeah. So, it's a good recruiting tactic. Hmm. Let's see. I think that's about that's about everything I've got. Unless there's anything you think we may have missed or not hit that's happened. Like I said, a lot happened over the last week. But I think we got most of it. Um, anything? You got anything? Celtics and six. That's how I'm going to end it right there. I like it. I will say, before I get out of here, rest in peace to the great Chadwick Bosman. I know I kind of I speak for both of us here, who was not only a fictional, but a real-life superhero. Um, we could go on about this for a long time, but just to be able to do what he did, everything he did, what he meant to people, what he meant to the culture, what he meant in general, and to be able to do all that while fighting through cancer. Now, did you know about the cancer before? He didn't tell anybody. That's what he I was thinking. Yeah, nobody knew. I don't he know why you even asked that. Nobody knew about the cancer. He told the only people who knew were the people closest to him. That was the only people who knew. And uh, you, I kind of feel bad because, you know, he posted a video, like, earlier this year, and he looked like a stick. I saw and that. And everyone made fun of him because, like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, you got to get beat, bulked up for Black Panther 2. And, and now you, you look back on it and you're like, actually, he was fighting for his life. And, you know, even though we didn't know, you, you, you still feel bad about it. And and the fact that Chadwick didn't even, like, say after people are making fun of him, you know, this, you know, I have cancer, like, just kind of shows to you, like, how, how it meant to him, like, just to keep it low-key. Yeah, but, I mean, it's the textbook. It's that cliche. You never know what somebody's going through. Um, yeah. And like I said, like, honestly, to be able to do that, if you know anyone who most people at least 
even if it's not close, to at least know of someone who's ever fought against or had or struggled with cancer. For him to be able to do that, the roles and things he did and everything he did while fighting that, like I said, man, it's just, just some real-life superhero stuff. Um, I also wanted to say rest in peace as well to the great John Thompson, who was the first African-American coach in NCAA history to win a national championship with the Georgetown Hoyas. I'm not going to pretend like I knew real well who he was. I knew enough to know when I saw the news, like, oh, wow, I'd heard of him before. I knew he was significant. Um, but just everything I've heard about him and really, you know, you hear the on the court, the championship. He won a couple of times with the Celtics, but how he impacted people off the court, the relationship he had with A.I., uh, Patrick Ewing, um, numerous guys, Vince Carter. So he was... An important figure as well. So rest in peace. Rest in peace to both of those kings, those gentlemen. Um, with that being said, as always, if you made it this far, I appreciate you for listening. Uh, Mac, I'll see you next time, my man. No hat. Oh yeah, we'll have it. We'll have a story to tell. Uh, <laughs> next time, but we're out.